0: Hello and welcome back to Spare Thoughts, the podcast with lively discussion, vigorous debate and the big questions you can't ignore. I'm your host Jay Saha and I'll be your guide as we navigate the ins and the outs of some of the biggest issues today. Joining me today we have Toby Kerr, Henry Ward, Finlow Cowley and Lucas Carvajal. But before we get into the main discussion, a quick disclaimer, please note that any views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of myself, the production team or Hampton School. Right, well today we're going to look at the classic question over the debate about whether we should legalise drugs. You may have noticed at the end of the last year the announcement that Oregon was to become the first US state to pass the law to decriminalise the possession of all drugs. Thus, I guess raising the question about whether other nations and regions in the world should be following suit and legalising or decriminalising drugs. So to start off, I want to know, do you guys think, at least in the UK, that we should be legalising all drugs?
1: I think um, it's important to clarify whether we're talking about legalising or uh, decriminalising, because I think uh, a lot of people talk about them as if they're sort of equivalent, when really uh, they have very different implications. Um, Personally, I would definitely be in favour of uh, decriminalising all drugs and legalising the majority of them, perhaps not things as as extreme as crack cocaine um but yeah i i I also think it's important to think about whether we're talking about as if we were starting a new society afresh or whether we're going to uh kind of alter alter our current laws because i think um i know some people would if they were to build their own society uh not not include things such as alcohol and tobacco whereas in our current society uh the fact that they exist i think some people think we should include things like marijuana uh, just for the sake of fairness, because it's very comparable in safety to alcohol. And so why wouldn't you have them both? But I I also know some people would say, well, really ideally you wouldn't have alcohol, but it's kind of too late to go back on that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if we look at the state of society, at least in the UK currently, and the current laws we have, do you guys have a preference over if we did legalize or decriminalize drugs, whether it would be the decriminalization or the legalization?
2: Well, although personally, i do not advocate decriminalization or legalization of drugs i do see the merits of decriminalization because with the use of like civil um so like stuff like fines or community service rather than criminal sanctions is definitely proportionate to the amount of harm the drugs do compared with like going to jail which is a just it's hugely disproportionate um to like how much harm the drug actually does to the life chances of the person taking it
0: so. well i mean I feel like you're saying that you personally wouldn't decriminalize or legalize at all any drugs. Does this stand well with the rest of you guys?
1: I would definitely uh, disagree with that, I think. Um, it's it's in some ways quite comparable to uh, suicide, how uh, not too long ago, suicide was illegal. And you had someone who tried to commit suicide, failed, and then they'd you know, be like, fine, they'll put it into prison, or they'd be so, somehow reprimanded for that. Uh, which obviously is completely counterintuitive makes them uh, puts them in a far worse position than they were originally and I think uh, you could draw some quite uh, insightful parallels between that sort of scenario and the current scenario we have with addictions and people who are addicted to drugs uh, being punished rather than helped
0: yeah Henry and Lucas do you have a standpoint on this argument as well
3: yeah um, I agree with Toby and also I think sometimes people imagine this uh, a society, if we were to decriminalise all drugs and legalise some drugs, that it would, it would result in anarchy. Um, whereas there would still be legislation around surrounding these uh, drugs. For example, you wouldn't be able to do, say, if we legalise cannabis, you wouldn't be able to do cannabis before you're 18 years old, and people would still go to prison if they were to deal these drugs to minors. So, I I think it has too negative a connotation of legalisation of all these drugs. Uh,
4: I think drugs shouldn't be uh, legalised or decriminalised because of the inherent uh, risks of violence uh, that those who take drugs uh, possess. And as a comment, a slight note on Toby's point about suicide, I think suicide is illegal uh, so that police can uh, break into uh, uh, homes or residences and prevent suicides, uh, not specifically to punish uh, those who try to commit suicide.
1: I think uh, just on that suicide point, it's kind of irrelevant why the law was there. The effect of it was that people who were in a dark place were punished for being in a dark place rather than helped. It's kind of irrelevant why the law was made in the first place.
0: So do you think, Toby, you're saying people are getting punished when they shouldn't really be punished? Would the same be said for drugs? I don't know, if you were addicted by legalizing drugs, are we helping them cure their addiction?
1: Um, Well, what I would say is, I'm not talking about legalization. I'm talking about decriminalization. Yeah, and I think it is true that if I was, uh, for example, a heroin addict, and I needed help, and I was in a bad place in my life due to my addiction to heroin, uh, I would be much more likely to seek help and improve my condition if I did not fear prosecution, which I which I would in the in the current world we live in.
0: Right. So if we decriminalize drugs, then supposedly perhaps there would be a better awareness of people's addictions and stuff. I mean, we've, we've legalized tobacco and alcohol, at least for certain ages in the UK already. Do you think people feel able to cure their addictions by alcohol and tobacco being legal?
1: I I definitely think that, um, you know, things like Alcoholics Anonymous is, uh, they're, they're just far more culturally and socially acceptable, uh, than the equivalents for heroin users.
0: Mm. Well I mean at least we've talked some bo- uh, some parts about if we legalise drugs or decriminalise as you're you're advocating that perhaps we'll get to a point in society where people are more willing to come forth and sort of talk about their addictions perhaps we're sorting them. I think there's another point to this argument however that the whole idea of legalising drugs as uh, looking at it from an economic standpoint do you think perhaps if we legalise drugs, it could have a benefit for the economy? I'm just thinking at least like taxes and stuff on drugs. Would that be good?
3: I guess an argument certainly could be made for that. But uh, on the flip side, you could argue that um, with all the money that would go into rehabilitating these people, that would be an equal um, equal strain on the economy. So I'm not so sure where I stand on that. I But I do think that I still stand, it still stands that we should decriminalise all drugs.
4: I don't think... Uh, government policy should be to pursue economic growth at all costs and because for example we could really invest in the arms and weapons business and really revitalize the economy by selling d- weapons to countries such as Saudi Arabia, Iran, Syria uh, but there's an inherently uh, immoral aspect of that uh, that prevents us from doing so which is why we have laws regulating the sales of arms and so I think the economic aspect of the legalization or decriminalization argument is probably one of their weakest uh, points that they could use.
2: Yeah, can I just add n- another argument that I've heard? So I think a common argument for adv- the advocates of legalization use is that um, the tax, the tax um, that you could, the government could charge on um, these now newly legalized drugs, um, what, you just have more money for the government and I, I'm not a fan of this argument, so I've, I've heard that quite a lot. And I think the problem with this argument, that you could just tax these these newly legalized drugs, is that actually you'd end up with the smuggling that we now see in like tobacco. So uh, yeah. according to a recent study, around 20% of the tobacco in the UK currently is smuggled. And so I think then we lose many of the benefits that proponents of legalization argue for, such as better regulation as well. So I'm not happy with the, uh, the economic argument,
4: really. right. In addition, the belief that uh, we could regulate the contents of drugs—should uh, we legalise or decriminalise them—might uh, might just uh, lead to the cheaper drugs, which are obviously cut with other substances, which can include like uh, baby powder, uh, really like terrible chemicals. Uh, the prevalence of those types of drugs would remain, and it would be hard to really only make pure drugs, right? That are more safe than the cut substances.
0: Do you not think perhaps by legalising and imposing more regulations on drugs, we would be making them more safe? Because perhaps, you know, there'd be stricter um, quotas and regulations about what could be produced and transported into the UK, let's say, if we were legalising or decriminalising drugs in the UK. Toby? I,
1: I definitely think that. But um, I, I would also just say uh, to what Lucas was saying uh, in relation to cutting drugs and how you still have plenty of cut drugs. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case, but I think the key point here is that uh, you would be able to look on the ingredients list and while your drugs may be cut with substances, you would know what's in them and and, and you wouldn't be ingesting something uh, with a kind of total lack of information of what it is. Well, I think there's a common
2: misconception um, surrounding this like legalization debate, which concerns like regulation. Um, I think it's important to recognise that the reason drugs are illegal today is because they're dangerous, and it's just sim- it's simply not the case that they're only dangerous because they're illegal. In fact, it's the other way around. And so we have to we have to think about why drugs are illegal today and what the reasons are.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, a counter to Finlay's point could be the case study of Spice, the drug in the UK, um, and typically that affected the homeless a lot and sort of since 2004-2005 the legislation around Spice has been increasingly strict and every time a new piece of legislation was brought out more people would die from this drug because the manufacturers of the drug would add different substances to it to try and get around this legislation and notably I think it was 2016 it was Theresa May's administration who brought in a blanket ban on Spice you know thinking that it would solve the problem but of course it didn't and they had record numbers of deaths of Spice that, that year among the homeless
4: think it's obviously important to know that criminals do not obey the law and <laughs> even should we introduce legislation that regulates uh what substances are in drugs and mandates that there should be ingredients lists as toby says uh there's obviously going to be people who don't abide by these laws and continue their illicit practices and when people see the likely increased price of these pure substances they're likely to come on with their habitual behavior of going to the a uh, guy who stands in the corner in, at night and buying drugs from him, right?
0: No, I think that's an insightful point. And <laughs> yes, or her. Um, but I think, I think that's an insightful point, Lucas. And perhaps I want to know what you guys think. Do you think if we legalise drugs, as Lucas is saying, that perhaps we'd still get black markets and smugglers still existing, would that actually get rid of the problem?
1: I, I think it would be foolish to assume that you wouldn't get any black markets. I think that's kind of uh, inevitable. Um, but I think what's more to the point is that uh, the amount of black market dealing and uh, the extent to its severity would be far, far more manageable and have a far less dramatic effect. Uh, I, you know, I, I think looking at tobacco and alcohol, uh, as Fino said, that there is tobacco smuggling. It hasn't gone away. Um, but it's not particularly a major issue. Uh, in the way that the smuggling of illegal drugs is. And also, just in uh, reference to Lucy's point about criminals who don't obey the law, um, I think you have to remember that they aren't obeying the law because their industry has been pushed underground, essentially. And uh, if they were able to do business uh, in the open, as it were, uh, they might well uh, be much more kind of ready to uh, act illegally and uh, and social-minded. Um, I, I just think you've you got to keep that in mind when you're talking about these criminals.
2: Well, I just think on the issue of the black market, I mean, even if legalisation results in the black market really ceasing to exist or being much reduced, that's not necessarily a benefit to society. And I think it's pretty clear, and I'm not even sure that advocates of legalisation would dispute this, that drug use and that addiction... Will increase substantially under legalisation, for for a number of factors. And I think that's really the issue here. Is that like regard fine, maybe these drugs are going to be better regulated. You'll be able to read the packet, and there'll be fewer black markets available. But realistically, there are going to be more, far more people addicted, or far more people using drugs.
0: No, I totally see your point, and I think I was reading an article the other day that I can't quite remember the stat, but um they claim that if we legalise drugs there'd be over hundreds or thousands more children getting into drugs and perhaps clearly that could be a big issue for the addiction side of drugs Like by legalising drugs are we perhaps sending the wrong message to children and younger people that perhaps drugs are suddenly safe when clearly they're not I
1: would completely disagree with that um, I think uh, as a 16 as a year old boy I, from, I, I know far more people my age who uh, smoke marijuana regularly uh, than who smoke tobacco regularly. That's uh, a a, a far more common occurrence. And I think that's because we've had it so drilled into us that uh, tobacco is bad, tobacco is cancer. And because marijuana is illegal, the message is, weed's illegal, just don't do it. Nobody really talks about the danger. And and, and I totally agree that, that we should be doing everything we can to dissuade the youth from getting into drugs. But I just think that's much, much easier to do uh, when it's legal and, and you can educate people freely about it. One, one other quick point about that is that um, I think there is, an, I think it, it is it's, not a, it's not the biggest part of the picture, but there is an element of uh, thrill in breaking the law. And I think there's a, there's a sort of strange thing about teenagers who would rather smoke weed because it's illegal, not because it's weed. Right. Yeah, Finlay.
2: Well, I just wanna kind of clarify some stuff about that
1: because I do feel that for like for many people
2: why they think uh marijuana is safer than tobacco or alcohol is precisely because of advocates of legalization who are kind of i don't know they're so obsessed with their the policy goal and they're lobbying away for uh legalization that it actually becomes the like received wisdom of the public that yes. Um, like marijuana is fine. I think this has to do with as well, like I'd like to kind of move the topic on slightly onto like police culture in the UK. Totally. Because I, I do think that like police culture in the UK should, I mean, in my view, the best way to solve solve the problem of drugs is for our police culture in the UK to move something to more like Japan, where in the, in the UK at the moment, like yes, marijuana is illegal, but the police are not very strict and not very harsh on cracking down on those either possessing it or taking it. So I think we need a much stricter uh, police enforcement in the UK.
0: Right. I want to know what you guys think about that as well. Do you think we need a stricter police enforcement in the UK? But then also the point you raised, Finlow, about Japan. My second question, I guess, is whether examining countries like Japan, which clearly have a completely different culture to the UK, is representative of what would happen in the UK? And should we even be considering or comparing countries versus the UK?
1: I think uh, you definitely can't disregard uh, these comparisons with, with other countries based off uh, cultural differences. I'm I'm sure there are big differences in to how these things will be received in Japan versus the UK, but you could also pick something like Portugal, which has a much more uh, similar atmosphere. Yeah,
3: well, and I think I would... I mean, I don't know about you, Finla, but I would hate to live in a society that moves towards such... You know strict rules that you can't even do what you want, moving away from liberalism, where actually I think you know in the case of cannabis, you know far fewer people die from it, drastically fewer people die from it than than alcohol or tobacco. so I think if somebody wants to smoke a bit of weed, you know why shouldn't they be allowed to if it's killing so few people
2: Well I just think I mean you guys will remember recently when we're in the midst of the covid pandemic and boris johnson is in a cabinet meeting and apparently he quoted some latin as he likes to do <laughs> about how the primary role of the state is to preserve the health okay and the well-being of the citizens i think that that is very uh, important to recognise here because although yes it's great to be able to do whatever you want ultimately drugs are dangerous okay they're going to cause car accidents they're going to crimes families are going to be destroyed so i think that's a far greater priority than the freedom of the citizens and stuff.
3: yeah it's, it's a good point but if the government's role was to keep the, the people safe which I agree it should be then why don't they ban alcohol which is which is you know killing 489 people per million users I think
4: no I don't think people here suggest that alcohol is a virtuous substance to take and obviously it's a massive problem but uh the door on alcohol and to a lesser extent uh tobacco and cigarettes seems to have closed uh prohibition in the USA certainly showed that it it's unlikely to work but just cuz it's unlikely to uh prohibition of one substance is unlikely to work uh and so we don't do that doesn't mean that we shouldn't prohibit all su- substances uh when there's possibility that they, that prohibition can work and can Keep attitudes uh, uh, against uh, the consumption of certain substances.
1: I have just got a couple of points to make. Firstly, in regards to um, Finlow's point about how the priority of the, of the of the government should be to protect the health of the people, um, I don't. I definitely don't agree with that. I think uh, that uh, kind of health is, is should not be the the only concern of the government. Um, if I want to go bungee jumping. Or go base jumping or climb mount everest which are all dangerous things or go motorcycling or ride my bike without a helmet are all things which are, are dangerous they risk my health um but they are also victimless they endanger nobody but myself and uh why should the government be intervening in that
0: no Finlay, i want to hear from you but first of all um encountered to that point toby could you not argue the fact that the government clearly does care about health. I mean, we've got free healthcare system with the N- NHS, and perhaps would you not reconsider your viewpoint about oh, everyone should be allowed to do bungee jumping or do something risky, because you know that there's an NHS in place, which in the first place the government introduced. Uh, well, I think
1: um, when I hear a story about somebody who goes bungee jumping and the cord breaks and they smash their head on the rocks, I don't think ah. Oh, how dare you use up our nhs resources i think poor kid let's save them
2: okay so i just want to raise a point here i'm definitely not against um sorry i'm definitely not for the government banning bungee jumping okay <laughs> because bungee jumping crucially okay it's it's a thing that you do to your, your, to your to yourself there's no real risk of harming others whereas unfortunately i mean like so libertarian advocates of legalization will say that drugs don't interfere with the lives of others and thus you should have complete freedom to do whatever you want. But I
1: just think that's a completely unrealistic assumption to make. While I would I would concede to an extent that ingesting drugs does affect people other than yourself in terms of like, my mum doesn't want to see me on crack. I, I also think uh, in the current world we live in, ingesting drugs has a huge effect on other people because it funds a black market, gang crime, etc, etc. Uh, if, if they were legalized, that kind of selfish effect of uh, endangering society due to your addictions slash habits, uh, I, I, I think that would be massively reduced.
2: So I think you're correct to say that at the moment, drugs do have a horrible effect on many people's lives. But ultimately... That's, I mean, I think I th- I just think what you're saying is that it's the wrong solution to this problem because if we have strict laws, okay, that are enforced and people choose not to get into crime or get into gangs or get into drugs, then we're going to have far less of them. And the problem is the police culture is not enforcing that at the moment, and and also the laws aren't strict enough to deter people from t- like getting into drugs in the first place. So,
1: I I just think. Uh... Regardless of the sort of impact it would have on on the the welfare of the nation, living in a world where my friend could be, you know, taken to jail for ten years for being caught with a couple of grams of weed on him would be a horrific place to live. I, I, I can't believe that you're arguing in favour of that sort of society.
0: No, I see your point, Toby. Um, Finland, I want to come back to you um, before we end, I'm wary of time. Um, you were saying that perhaps legalisation of drugs isn't the solution would you admit though that we do have a drug issue in the UK yeah I I would I would admit we have a drug issue in the UK I just think
2: there are better solutions Mm. than decriminalisation and legalisation right so if we
0: do have a drug um, sort of issue in the UK and you're not in favour of legalisation what instead would you do to solve the solution
2: so I would go to the complete other end of the spectrum and I would make the laws harsher I would Try and ingrain this culture where the police are actually going to enforce these drug laws because at the moment we have very few. I don't mean, know if, if say, say, if a policeman is walking down the street and he smells some marijuana, his first instinct is not going to be to go and, go and arrest that person just because it's so commonplace in our society at the moment. And so, I would advocate going somewhere like Japan. Japan has a very strong drug policy, there are very few drug related crimes or deaths or illnesses there. And I think it's it's a matter of making drug party a a question of being individually responsible for your actions rather than blaming like disadvantaged circumstances circumstances. so
4: yeah me and Finlo will have to disagree because I'd rather not go down the route of uh, potentially putting people into the cycle of uh, crime prison worse crime more prison time Uh, but I'd maybe institute a form of mandated community service for those who are caught uh, possessing or using uh drugs but maybe for those who distribute it uh, and obviously produce it uh, I think jail time is appropriate
3: yeah and Finlay you mentioned Japan's policy which is a you know a good place to look but also another good place to look would be the Philippines policy on drugs and they have such a strict uh, war on drugs which you know thousands of people are dying a year um, you know for doing a bit of weed so I, I think I would honestly I, I think it would be a disgusting society to live in where you'd like Lucas said you'd You just end up going to prison. And, you know, we've seen stats from the prison system. It doesn't
1: rehabilitate people. And I think there are far better ways. Uh, Just a a small point to wrap up the conversation. Uh, I really like Lucas's point about mandated community service. Uh, I think that should be introduced as a punishment for
0: all kinds of crimes. All right. Well, I think actually that's a great point to end this podcast on. Um, Lucas, perhaps you have the potential solution to our drugs issue. Maybe it's a halfway point between the legalisation and incredibly strict enforcement, as Finlow, you perhaps are advocating. But thanks, guys, for coming on today. It's been really interesting hearing your viewpoints on whether the legalisation of drugs should become commonplace. Before we end, a big shout-out to Oscar for running the sound engineering and production side of things. And Henry, I mean, you're on the call today, uh, or the podcast today, so thanks for whenever you edit this. Um, but thank you all for listening to today's episode I hope you enjoyed it if you did please spread the word and tune back in for the next installment of the series and remember to spare a thought for spare thoughts